What is going on? You are listening and watching today Tags Podcast. It's the video version if you're tuning in with us live. It is episode 237, if you can wow. believe it. And it's our four-year anniversary. Woohoo! Champagne! Yay! <laughs> are you Cheers. drinking, Jeremy, or no? No, I'm not. Oh, <laughs> Thank you, Vivian Mead. Thank you for all of you. We are on our Get Vocal platform that we do our tags live every week. And we got the okay to do go live here. Super excited on our four-year an anniversary. I have to introduce my co-host, who the only reason we've been standing on all, I don't know, six legs is because of these people. Jeremy Ross Lopez on the bottom there. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Very good. Took a minute to get you up and running. We're not used to this video thing, are we? That's okay. It happens. So weird. Lincoln on the far right over there. How are yeah, you? I'm good. I'm good. It's a you know snow day on top of a pandemic. Love it. And Who a little after more. <laughs> it is. It's totally snow day yeah, it's here. It's been snowing all day. It's great. Jeremy, I assume it's it's a northeastern. Yes. Yep. Definitely. Uh, a little bit later, we're getting Cody Maurice Doggett, our other host, joining us a little later. I hope everything's okay over there, Cody, and because I, I saw some messages, but we'll see. We'll get it together. We got Jeremy on, and that was a big feat. In well, finally. Help. I got a new haircut for this, and I just had to show you. I, I thought this was kind of cute, what my barber did for me. Oh, oh nice. I like it. Cute. You know, and I know you said something about like guys coloring their hair at a certain age, Lincoln, and I don't really care. I'm didn't color my hair, but I'm doing younger things. Now I'm not gonna go so young, but I feel fresh <laughs> and young. And before we get into it, I got a new barber. It's official. I have oh. yeah, and I love him. And isn't a barber everything for us? The right barber. I know you've had your barber for so long, Lincoln. I have. I, I've gone through a lot with him, and um, he actually just moved to Florida, so I might be asking you about yours. Okay. All right. Yeah. And Jeremy, I'm curious about you, because you always in Hamilton Heights always yes. went down, and they were the Latinos that cut your hair. Where are you getting your cut hair now that is so My fresh? My brother's Dominican barber. Here we go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> To the roots. We like it. I love it. I love it. Well, um, on this day, I wanted to just pull up a quote before turning four. And there's a spiritual thing about turning four. The number four is four is the number of justice and stability that you need to keep in your life. The number also resonates with loyalty. And that's why we thank you guys for listening to us for so long. The loyalty that you show patience for waiting for jeremy ross lopez to tune in here <laughs> wisdom when we have dr goldstein on our show and trust you can trust in us and part of moving forward with tags podcast is we want to start making it a little more interactive in our year ahead we want to have way in give you some sex advice 
you know, solicited or not. We want to be here for you. We are your friend here. And that's what we want to do. And it's also the number four is of passions. Well, we're all certainly passionate here. The number four can be a symbol of honesty and loyalty as well. And those are things I think that we have always been here at Tags Podcast. And I love that about us. Lastly, uh, on announcements, two more announcements. This today, New York Magazine interviewed moi for The Strategist, and it's out today. It's going to be up on tagspodcast.com tomorrow, and they asked me my favorite sex toys, so I gave the, I gave the tea on my favorite sex toys, <laughs> nice. which was a lot of fun. It's a great day to celebrate turning four to be in New York Magazine, and my our sizzle reel that the three of us did for our our um our tv show our tv pilot our tv pilot is complete as well as our sizzle reel and from here on out my sister uh vivian who's on my producer we are starting to shop it on next week so we are nice. good to go that's we, awesome for our patreon members we will be sharing the sizzle reel to you guys to give you an exclusive look and of course i will share with you too because you were a part of it it's so fun to see the show's going to be amazing i cannot wait so a good day to turn four you guys when you when you say definitely happy birthday absolutely <laughs> well moving on um you know i wanted to talk a little bit about turning four and jeremy was with me when we first started the show and I couldn't help but think when we first started the show on my living room floor, kneeling down, recording episode one. And what were your first thoughts? Did you think you'd be here four years later, Jeremy? I definitely did not. And it's definitely come a long way, but it's been a fun journey. Absolutely. And Lincoln, we talked a little bit about it on Tags Live last week, but... I was scrolling back through some old YouTube videos and turns out you really were a part of the early days. I love the early days. I love that. <laughs> back in the day of and you know what? I like throwing that back in the day around when every when we started, there were not that many podcasts around. There were not. Now oh. everybody's got a podcast. And Very true. we welcome them. But you were on episode eleven here in my apartment, and that's when we were used to drink. Uh, this wine, yep. <laughs> Audience, this thing. It's this white <laughs> we wine. We will that be I... back there. I remember yeah. her. Absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, one of the things that we've changed through. I could go through all the things that have happened throughout the years. Um, but in turning four in this last year that made us this four, I was thinking all day about the interesting things about turning four. And one of them was we used to come in this apartment and drink this wine and all be together. Well, we don't have that anymore. And we've uh, learned to do it virtually. Jeremy also moved away. Yeah. Interestingly big. enough, I think we're as tight as ever, if not more tight. Um, I want to really thank you, Jeremy, for, you know, you moved away and you have a whole new life, but you didn't give this up. Can you just talk a little bit about what the show means for you and why you kept up and what's this year been like for you? It's definitely been a whirlwind, but uh, having us stick together and just catch up on current events and then all of the changes that all of us have gone through over this time frame has been really special to me. And I think that that's uh, 
a thread that's kept uh, going along this whole path. And it's important to me and it's fun and it's very easy and it's a breath of fresh air after a long day. And I don't know, we've had a, we've had a long run and a good run and it just continues to get better. I love that. Lincoln, uh, you know, one of the things I know you used to love was to come and drink my wine after you. Yep. <laughs> after- I'm still waiting for the bottle before uh, okay. every podcast. It should go ding dong, turn on the podcast. Oh, it's there. Drink. It's been there every day. The homeless, oh, okay, I'll be right back. The homeless person <laughs> must be getting it every week. I put a new fresh bottle there every single we- week. What's funny is we've actually shifted to much harder liquors. I'm, I'm clutching my Swarovski crystal cross, y'all, just in case you're wondering what I, would... I love that cross. It's very cool. It's Swarovski I bought crystal. that t-shirt with you. In, in McDonald's. In the hotel lobby, remember? Yes. Oh, that's fun. Lincoln, what's one thing you can share that's been different, but I don't know, different about doing the show and how we've been doing it? Um, it's definitely a, a nice check-in for me. Uh, uh, in my head because we just do everything right now audio and that's very different for me i really you know steve you say that i was around in episode 11 well we were friends before you had a podcast Mm -hmm. and that's why i was there from the beginning and when i would come over your house i would feel like i was just going over my friend's house and if you remember i love this that we used to sit down and talk about every single topic before we started and then at one point we said let's just start recording now and talk about you right remember and we were like let's just make it you know friends getting together recording and our years of experience mixed with what we hear from people who follow the show makes the show what it is so i love it and i look forward to being in person at some point sooner than later if possible and you will be i i have a good feeling for that um you know producing the show from our home has been a whole new thing with the pandemic and everything. One thing that we did do in year three to four was have, at one point we, I had three shows, if you can believe it. I had sex with, the whole goal of last year was to introduce this interactiveness that we're going to really continue, but more hearing from you guys, like you writing in, you can comment on our comment section here, but it was about doing live streaming and jeremy and i had done a lot of live streaming uh at rebar here in new york city mm-hmm. lincoln you participated in a live stream a couple times with us here we had a different host at one point we could go through all the changes that we had we had a lot of changes from in yeah. four years i don't want to we'll do that more in year five but one of the things that was really interesting was we had three shows at once. I gave one up. We got this Get Vocal platform that's been really great. And the live version of this show has been really fun, along with Cody. And I really love all that. But um, you're going to... That's what we really want to convey as we move on, is for you guys on our left-hand column here, for you guys watching in, ask us anything you've ever wanted to ask us. Ask us to weigh in on some sex advice. We are here for you. But let's just get into the regular show that we always do. And the first thing that I wanted to talk about was um, 
actually, let's talk. Let's start. I'm going to switch things around. And that's one thing about this show that I've, I'm constantly producing it and directing it as we go. Jeremy, <laughs> and it's kind of, Do it. and it's kind of fun. I'm going to get to the other story, but sometimes my mind goes, no, go to this direction. And it goes to this. I spin the bottle and it's, you know, Jeremy, you sent me a fun story of a gay porn star, Kevin Falk, who currently plays a bodyguard in Taylor Swift's new video, Delicate, which yes. is really interesting. How did you come across this? And then I'll read the story. So what I when I'm working from home every day, I put on uh, I didn't know that they had an MTV channel that plays all music videos and only music videos all day long. And it's called uh, it's one of the MTV channels, but all day long, it's called Epic uh, Music Videos. And so it's on repeat of all new of the newest music videos. So what I do is I play that in the background during my day low and I just watch them throughout the day. So it was really funny and ironic when I was watching the uh, Taylor Swift one, I recognized one of the security guards in the mm -hmm. video and it just so happened to be a, a porn star that was actually, I didn't even watch his gay porn. It was, he did straight porn first and that's where I had seen him and I remembered him. So when I Googled, I have a very weird memory and I remember th certain things really well. Well, I remembered the name Kevin. So I Googled it only to come across the article that I sent you. And well, it was just ironic. It is ironic. And don't you love working from home that you can be listening to <laughs> I do. recalling the porn actor that you used to love back in the day? Well, according to Toll Road, former Randy Blue gay porn star Kevin Falk plays a bodyguard in the new Taylor Swift's music video, Delicate. And they, they write on Queer Me Now, too bad he's wearing a suit the entire time. Kevin Falk did porn between 2009 and 2012. He was versatile on Randy Blue. But this writer loves it when this muscle honk was a bottom, of course. And, they <laughs> of show, course. and I love the article. You can only love these types of queer me now type. Um, because, of course, they show him in the music video along with her. Okay, sorry, not one of my favorite pop stars. <laughs> and they, one of the things I get to do is, is express my opinion. But they show more images of him bottoming and naked back in the day. And I just love that. And I think it's kind of cool. I'm going to read one more story of an, another related story to piggyback on this. And then I want you guys to weigh in. Because related to this, Pennsylvania... Uh, there's another porn star, singer, excuse me, let me just, it's a stunning duo, the contrast image of a gay porn newcomer, Tro, Troy Jacobs, and he spells it T-R-O-Y-E, Troy Jacobs, was sir, first seen on Colby Knox last year. He had the lead role in in the Scream, the greatest porn parody of 2020. And today he's making his cocky boys debut with one of the biggest men in the business, godlike muscle, who I personally know, Austin Wolf. I only know him in the dirty way. Um, <laughs> it's a stunning duo, they write in, in this article from Straight Up Gay Porn. Uh, the contrast in age and size, along with how they play up the submissive dominant roles, looks and works beautifully, with Troy admitting that he likes to be, quote, manhandled and choked. I can totally relate to that. 
<laughs> and Austin doing it exactly that way. In addition to Troy's work as a gay adult performer, he's also a singer who's recently shared his cover version of Olivia Rodrigo's Driver's License, and he sounds really good. He writes, Honest, uh, honestly, I was really nervous to share my voice with y'all. Uh, with original music. I hope you like my cover of Driver's License. Um, I believe there's a space, uh, excuse me, I believe there's a place for me out there to be both a porn actor and a music artist. I've had countless people tell me I'll never make it as a music artist because I model. Well, guess what? I can do both and I promise I'll prove it to you. You know, Lincoln, when you first hear that between both stories of not our era, but the the boys these days that can have OnlyFans, that can be a singer, that can. Do, what's your first thoughts when you hear that? I love it. I think the more the better. I think it's great. I was just watching an interview with Stanley Tucci, who is the lead of the new movie Love Nova. Super, Nova Supernova. Love, Supernova. A, Supernova. Thank you. Sorry. Um, about two older gay men and the struggles with dementia. And he was saying how just because he's straight doesn't mean he can't be a gay character. That's called acting. Yes. And he said in that interview, I just want more gay people to be out and doing what they want to do and playing straight roles and gay roles. Mm -hmm. So it reminds me of that, that if you're, listen, opportunity is opportunity, especially in this day and age. And I think we're still way behind that the moment you say you're gay, that it automatically goes into gay world. So if you want to be a singer, if you want to be in a music video, if you want to do porn, if you want to be on stage, you should be able to do all of that without one of them, you know, hiccuping your career. Yeah. Or typecasting. Yeah, and guess you. what, Jeremy? We are all, we're sexual. We are talented. We do a show like this. You are a fashion designer. You're a family man. You're a big brother. You're... You're a lot of things, and why wouldn't we? It's so natural to me to think this, but is it? What do you think when you hear about these two stories of these guys? I love it too. I think it's entrepreneurial, and I mean, in an, in another way. And I, uh, like Lincoln said, think that people should be able to play whatever part they want to play. And uh, like we talked about last week, we reference uh, the rapper and singing a country song and i love Little things not being compartmentalized into one realm and i think that it should be free to do any job that you want in any career and any talent it's just so interesting again because for so long you were stigmatized if you took a nude picture i was just watching a thing where they were bringing up it's the anniversary of nipplegate and janet jackson and justin timberlake and wow, how that ruined her career. But you can have Megan the Stallion like have videos like she has, and she's all out there today. And you can have J Lo, no disrespect to J Lo, but was on a was on a stripper pole at the mm -hmm. Super Bowl. You can have Justin Timberlake come back and do his whole thing. She's still demonized because in two thousand and four, it wasn't okay for that. Mm -hmm. And I know for right. us, Lincoln, there was a time in our age bracket for sure that if we did porn, we couldn't be seen to go on to other career moves. Now it's no. changed. Is that 
you, is it angering at sometimes because, or is it refreshing to you? Um, it's a little both for me. I just have to say, but I'll say it's a little bit of both. I mean, I spent the first ten years of my New York career trying to get on Broadway and on sitcoms and on soap, and I got on soap, but I always had a secret. I always couldn't put out there, you know, my honest self. I always hid it in fitness or in the bakery while I was on the set for Guiding Light or, you know, the reboot of Cosby or whatever I was doing at that time. That was never part of the conversation because then once that gets out, then you're typecast, at least back in that day and age. I also don't think that there's some big strategy to it. I think it's hit or miss. Mm -hmm. I think Janet Jackson in the wrong year, in the wrong decade in the wrong moment did that and then it's held against her and in other people are doing it in different decades and it's working for them i i you know it's overall it's unfortunately oftentimes unfortunately always it's, and cody jump in here at any time we will bring you in unfortunately it's always the people of color and the women i think that suffer the most and the justin timberlakes yeah. that get to kind of thrive and move on and but you know what i'm not worried about her she's doing okay and and just one more other point is when you're doing any kind of performance like that whether it's acting or singing or in a theater mm -hmm. or on film it's about yes. being authentic yes. so you're coming to the table not authentic right. trying to be authentic and there are a lot of gay actors that are amazing out there that will never go forward because of that hitch you know, and not just gay actors, like across the board, mm -hmm. I think, you know, and now we have, what's the girl that was in the Umbrella Club that's now um, the, the, that now she's wants to be known as a he or a they. Uh, Ellen Page. I can't remember her name at the and moment. Cody, but look at all here. the strides that she's Grab making. Spot, Unbelievable. Cody. Cody, where are you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ellen, Ellen Page and... Ellen Page, and I just, we got done with Umbrella Academy both seasons, and given what she's done on there, you see it coming to pass. It's beautiful. There he is. Hey, dude. <laughs> hey. Hey, Peter. How are y'all doing today? So we are really good. It's good to see you, too. People watching the show today, listening to our show, we are joined by our Tags Live co-host who joined the show right now, Cody Maurice Doggett. How the hell you doing? I'm doing well. I'm so happy to be here on our four year anniversary. We have anniversaries Ooh. like Mariah Carey. We don't have birthdays, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's well, who's saying it's your anniversary? Oh, I don't know why I always. I, I am so not a okay. I am what? so not a singer, and I'm always singing on this damn show. But you do it. Live your best life, okay? I am living it. Thank you, Frank, for the. <laughs> glasses yes i got my new hat and my haircut I, i'm all good i'm Ready. 50 and i'm feeling it and, and thriving. I, got, I feel like a mom though with the wine though <laughs> 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 and i got my wine oh, no. uh -huh. but okay yeah anyways cody maurice target we wanted to bring you on of course thank you we were talking about turning four and what it was like really doing this show separately and finding a, a virtual way to keep the show going. Mm -hmm. But I want to thank you because you layered into the secondary show that has really helped keep the show alive with Tags Live. So thank you for that. What's oh, just really quick. Pleasure. Thank you so much. 
what's been really your experience being on camera? I don't know if you always like it, but uh, <laughs> you're beautiful. So. She loves it. Oh, no, girl. I, I, I've spent two hours in, in hair and makeup today. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, at first, I wasn't on camera. So we, when we just started doing Sex with Stevie, I was just calling in and being on for a couple few minutes, you know, Kiki in, providing a little commentary. But then when I got on camera, it was just amazing. And we got to, our rapport really got to show. And it's just been great. I love spending time with you. I wouldn't miss the show. Like, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Well, we couldn't help but notice on our four-year anniversary, February 1st, it's the kickoff of Black History Month. And we had to acknowledge it because it's so important to our audience, to us. And Cody, I know you had somebody, I'm going to acknowledge somebody, but I wanted you to acknowledge the first person from the past. Fabulous. Um, I would like to acknowledge Marsha P. Johnson. They were a gay liberation activist and one of the prominent figures in the Stonewall Uprising. It's funny that you were talking to me about Black History Month when you did, because you sent me a message and I was doing a little bit of research on what I was actually going to do for Black History Month. And it sent me into a deep dive as far as what I could do. And Marsha P. Johnson has a documentary on Netflix. It's called The Death and Life of Marsha P. Johnson. And I love it. I can't wait to watch it. Who are you acknowledging? It's a really good one. Yeah, I can't wait. It, Jeremy, isn't it? It's uh, amazing. Yeah. Oh my God! I don't know if you've seen I it. Seen it. I, I think I've seen every gay documentary on Netflix <laughs> by this point. I started watching Kiki today too. So, have you seen that? But, no. No. Okay. But, All right. But the life and death of Marsha P. Johnson yes. is part of our history, and there is somebody else in there, Sylvia Rivera. Insider <laughs> <laughs> joke because I asked, I got on the phone earlier to. Talk I wasn't going to say anything. You like think of somebody, and he said Marsha P. Johnson. I'm like, oh my god, perfect. As I was going to get in the shower, and he's like, and Sylvia Rivera, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, so Marsha P. Johnson, yes, and he said, <laughs> he's like. And I forgot to say for Black History Month, but oh. he, so he was confused. And I said, I she's was let, very confused. Was I was like, oh. we'll get to her, but let's they're, sell it. They're kind <laughs> so, of, in my mind, they're like a, 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 a duo a pair. Exactly. So they're a pair. I wouldn't have one without the other because they right. were. On this Black History Month, I definitely wanted to acknowledge somebody of our current day, Billy Porter, Broadway legend. They are back to shooting pose with oh, protocols. Yeah. But the reason I really wanted to just we love him and his fashion, and he has uh, Jeremy. Uh, you can look up to his current fashion designer that he's working with right now, but he is really going to turn it up. But everything's going to have sort of a message, and I like that because fashion, actually, as you know, can be empowering and have. A message, if you notice, my Soroski crystal cross is a <laughs> subtle message to my Catholicism that I'm like, yup, and it's rainbow encrusted Soroski crystal, y'all. So, yeah, so there's always a message. <laughs> there's a reason why Blinken wore Madonna and everything else. There's a reason why you look like you're going to bed, Jeremy. And a polar bear. There's a movie like Cody always has cleavage showing. 
I was like, I gotta help do it. it? I, because what yeah. else would you We don't need to hear why. <laughs> Most of the time, you don't need to explain why. It's just is. Billy Porter just is, and it's up to you to figure it out. But Billy Porter is on a mission right now about talking about the importance of our prostate and getting it checked out. And he's a man of a certain age, as I am too, as Lincoln is too, that to get our prostate checked is a simple test. I'm just relaying his message right now. One in seven black men are diagnosed with prostate cancer and it's that serious but it's that easy to get your prostate checked and so in honor of black history month and the fabulous and i mean fabulous billy porter i salute billy porter today as our other person along with marsha p johnson in honor of black history month so thank you for that uh, mm -hmm. let's get into yeah i know right kind of mm -hmm. kind of um, so all right, let's keep giving us your questions if you want us to answer anything, if you've been dying for us to, but I have a new hot gay sex topic that has, I need to run by y'all. I want all of your opinions. Uh, there is Sam Summers was sitting at home. This is vice.com. Sam Summers was sitting at home with his penis wrapped in an internet connected chastity cage what? so in other words you it's this oh they can manipulate it from yeah thank you it. yeah okay you're quick with your yeah. a koala bear over there when <laughs> he got it <laughs> all right so it's a contraption that you put over your penis that um encompasses your penis and it locks it and I've seen these in the regular BDSM worlds where you're not going to touch your penis until I'm going to tell you to is what your dom tells you. Well, mm. there is a new version of this that is electronic that is controlled by the dom on your phone. And this guy was sitting at home when he got a weird message on the app that connects to the device. Someone told him they had taken control and they wanted around $1,000 in Bitcoin. It was really Real technical to give control back to this guy. Quote, initially, I thought it was a, my partner doing that. Summers told Motherboard in a phone call. It sounds silly, but I got a bit excited by it. But when Summers called his partner, she told him it wasn't her, even after he told her their safe word. And I'm just going to jump in here because we, we've reported a lot in the last four years about safe words in the BDSM world. And I know you know Jeremy. I know you know Lincoln. I'm assuming you know Lincoln. <laughs> you know I do. Oh, <laughs> he doesn't use safe words. He's Lincoln, re now. Lincoln, real quick, tell us what a safe word is, and then I'll move on with the story. It's the word that yes. stops everything. It's the word that just stops and reassesses, brings us back to reality. At the moment, my safe word is, Peter, can I have another drink? <laughs> I love that. Well, unfortunately, when Summers realized he, he realized he had been hacked because the safe word wasn't working, his, his penis was much. locked in Sorry. the cage and he had no way out. He, Quote, oh, oh, shit, it's real, Summer said. I started looking at the thing. There's no manual override at all. It's a chastity belt. I guess it's, what? I guess it's kind of a, a, like you can't override it. 
but it's digital. He started freaking out. He added, he panicked. Um, the company, by the way, is Cellmate and produced by Q, a China-based manufacturer. Uh, my goodness. My first thought on this, and I want to hear from Everything about the letter Q know, is not working. I, I cannot believe that the name of the company is Q. I was even watching the prom, and there was a store in the mall called Q something. Can I was tell like, me. I was like, no. Sorry, like, sorry, slight tangent. Right I just can't. I just you know, can't. my first thought when I heard the story, uh, because a participant in the BDSM world, there are contraptions. There are contraptions you, like so that. Nice. We, we can hear you, Lincoln. So, sum it down now, then. <laughs> got it when you ha there are contraptions like that that have actual keys that you just hand your partner and yeah when everything's yeah. based on electronics like that i was telling a story on tags live i believe i was of my f buddy down the hall who was we were going to try out this thing we may try out this thing it's called the egg where i would put the egg in my as a in my ass and okay. he would control it from his phone the thing about that though is even if somebody hacked in i could spit out the egg y'all right <laughs> and girl it, really <laughs> could you i don't know if spit is the right word but we're gonna out. go with it. push out <laughs> I was trying to think, how far can I go on this without I like the choice yeah, right? of spit, Okay. Actually. So this other one, why would you opt for that? And I just got to know, let's just start with Jeremy. Do you like a good toy? And I know you love a good ass. Let's just, how, what did you first think about this story? And um, would you ever want to control a device in your boy's ass being such an ass man. I think that would be fun, but I don't, I'm not one for the whole chastity thing. And I'm shocked that they didn't like preface that there wasn't a manual, like a manual, to, like there was no way of getting around or out of that contraption, but yeah. being hacked. I don't know. It just doesn't add up for me. I love, but yes, I love the egg you, sounds like a good idea. I love that you added there's a manual to that you assume everyone's <laughs> reading. <laughs> You're like, bitch. There's not even a manual for the iPhone. Put this true. around your cock and call it a day. And have a, But what no one's thinking about is what if you broke up in the middle of this? What if someone's phone goes off kilter and they can't get... Or what if somebody right. hacks in? P um, your boyfriend, Peter, who you seem to have a handle over there on the west side, Lincoln, <laughs> seems like yeah. it might be of interest to you. What What are your thoughts when you first heard the story? And would you ever do this to Peter? So I don't do anything that, com that connects with the internet when it comes to that world. I just don't have things. I have been out in sex clubs and fun places and felt a chastity belt on a guy and been like, wow, that's sexy with a lock on it. Peter and I do go to a, a certain extremes, but it would never constitute using an app. It's, it takes the sexy out of it to me. There are little eggs, as you were talking about before, that connect to cords that you can adjust with a battery thing. I do think it's a cool idea. It, it's just I, not not sexy. To me, I don't like that lack of control, especially the way the world's working right now, 
We couldn't get Jeremy onto this video cast for 20 minutes. You think I'm going to put something around Peter's dick that I'm not? With no manual. I get it. My safe word is no. No manual. Cody. Like I no manual. Cody, I got to ask you, the, the level exactly. of when you're in that moment of horniness with your boy, your boo, your... Mm-mm. Um, <laughs> things kind of go reasoning kind of goes out the door a little bit how far would you go to have a toy that you would control i i sense you might not be as logical that's just <laughs> i'm definitely all the way down for the for the ass toy but like everybody else if there's no manual for the cage or uh, i'm not doing it i can't even fathom yeah. how there's no like there's no manual override. I can't understand what if the remote control breaks? Then how would you get out of the cage? Like there's so many things that could go wrong. <laughs> I need a key. I need there's a so hard key. Maybe go. I'm old school. I need a hard key. I need I need for him to be able to break it off. So, Here's my same. question to the company that created this, that got them in this mess, is that got them hacked is why not give the dom a key in the event sorry you know a little crazy Beam, Anything little goes crazy wrong. in the event okay not in the event the event happens he right. blocks and has like send me all your bitcoin and most of us are like what the fuck is a bitcoin <laughs> <laughs> i asked my sister seven times right literally seven times to explain what Bitcoin was. And she's like, watch this documentary. And then if you still have questions, we will talk. And we did an interview for our, 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 our past show. And I still think I kind of got it, but I don't know that I did. It's almost like that thing happening right now. GameStop. GameStop. I think I understand it. I got Megan McCain to sort of explain it a little bit on the view. And I think I got the reaction of it. I don't, does it bump to yeah. the beat of Madame X? What is happening? And silence. <laughs> I'm moving on. Okay. All right. Last topic, because <laughs> I want you all to weigh in. I'm really curious to hear from Lincoln. You'll hear why in just a second. There's, They've got 100 million reasons to dance away, according to Snide, New York Daily News. A scene from a packed gay club in Australia over the weekend has reminded the world of the simple joys of Australia. pre-COVID Saturday nights. Quote, I want so badly what they have, Twitter user at them, one DN, one whatever, wrote in response. And somebody wrote, in the 25-second video shared on Twitter on Monday, a dance floor packed with unmasked partiers are seen celebrating life with smiles on their faces and hands up in the air while dancing to Lady Gaga's 911. Somebody wrote, quote, Oh wow. my God! God, Chromatica two into nine one one. I love Australia. Sorry, I'm trying to be the Twitter user, man. Doing a great job. You're doing great. You did great. A scene that could come as a shock for most of the world, where most COVID nineteen infections have recently surpassed the hundred million mark. Um, but Australia and Melbourne is not the case. And on Tuesday, in its official daily report on the disease, the state's Health and Human Services Agency reported that there have been 21 days since the last locally acquired case. Overall, the state of 6.4 million people currently has 31 active cases, y'all. Two cases were acquired overseas. 
And they do realize that they're really lucky. And I couldn't help but think of you, Lincoln, when the song of Lady Gaga went from, I don't know what song, into 911 or what was it? Can you bring it down for us? And what would your thoughts? Yeah. It's okay. Well, first of all, um, Australia did it right. Like the pandemic and quarantine is not a punishment or a takeaway of our First Amendment rights. It's that we didn't do it right. Maybe if we had elected someone who was qualified for the job called Hillary Clinton, we would have had this pandemic dealt with better. Or if the notes from Obama about a pandemic weren't just thrown away, we would have done this better. You know what I mean? And it's funny because do you remember Marianne well, Williamson I remember in Marianne the debates for presidents? <laughs> right, right, right. But do you remember her in the debates? They were talking about starving children. And she said, I would call the prime minister of Australia and say, hey, girl, what did you do right? And she got hammered for it. She got now like, look at nailed you. to the cross for it. Yet again, another country is doing something better God than us. So it. maybe we should take it. And I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. And I want to dance to Chromatica right. in a nightclub I more than anything. And Madness, the mix of the first song, whatever the world, that first so. song was in the album, into. I can't. I want to do know. They show the Fair remix. Of you it? know what I'm Do talking about. You it's have the album. So good. I have no idea. Okay. To be honest, I can. It's Alice I into nine one one. It's very. I guess it's my first question good. to move on from just it's that sweet. insanity over there in Australia is: What's the first thing you're going to do? Do you think we asked this question the other day? You weren't here because you can get it together, Jeremy. But do you think that we're going to go into Roaring Twenties? <laughs> that we're all going to go crazy at some point. Oh, that's right. Because um, there was a, a doctor that talked about the uncoiling that once, not later this year, but like in 2022, even 2023, as we uncoil, we will turn into what was known as the Roaring Twenties. I'm assuming you know what a Roaring Twenties is when things were like, free and people had more money yeah. and the war was over and people were having sex on yes. the So do you think we'll head towards that or do you think we'll be kind of cautious because we'll still be thinking about, uh-oh, is that still looming, the pandemic? I think it's going to be like probably a 50-50. I'm assuming there will be a lot of people that will just go balls to the walls and I think there will be others that will be cautious about everything that they do still uh, I don't see not wearing masks happening anytime soon. So I think that that would still be something that would be required in most establishments. But I still think it's it's kind of like a double-edged sword because I think it's going to be a half and half. Some will uh, do everything that they did before uh, the pandemic. And then others, I think, will have to ease into, like, the protocol and safety of going back out in public and being in public settings and in a limited uh, number environment and all of that. And so, I mean, personally, I think I can't wait to get back to normal, but I don't think that I'm going to rush out. Yeah, I hear you on that one. And Cody, you know, as somebody that dated, you've been so diligent in this pandemic about even dating, but kissing even through the mask. <laughs> How? Yeah. When you see a video like that, or when you hear me talk, yeah, when you hear me talk about Australia being 
to the times when you and I would even go out to mm-hmm. places that I'm not going to mention here on the show. Do you feel that you want to, you'll go like roaring twenties or you'll have sort of some sort of hybrid? I agree with Jeremy 100% because I am experiencing some quarantine fatigue right now, actually, but I can also see myself, I watch TV and when I see people coughing on TV, I get, uh, there's this certain thing that goes on in my brain. It's like, oh my God, I might get uh, sick from the man on the television. And it's completely <laughs> illogical. It's completely <laughs> illogical. It's, it's, it's it a trigger sense. for my brain. Yeah. So I, I, I think Jeremy's 100% right. We're pro- it'll probably be some type of hybrid that goes on where we are stuck between wanting to go out and party all the time. like. Eddie Murphy said. <laughs> Party and, all the time. Yeah, Why am I singing? Why am I singing? I can't. I can't. Girl, just need for the prom. It's great. The prom on Broadway, I could have probably gotten a major part for that, <laughs> that show. No. Can no, I just say one thing about this subject really quick? My show. You're being mean to me, this show. When we talk, it's funny. I was coming home before the snowstorm and there was on on friday on saturday and on 19th street there was a a couple places that were open with people eating dinner and there were six people with no masks loud hands going everywhere and all i was trying to do was walk down 19th street to get home and i looked at that and i went roaring 20s remember when i said i was like people being ah balls to the wall, everyone, it, no one else matters. It's my good time. It's my. G-. I have no tolerance for that. I would rather stay home with my mask and be afraid of getting COVID <laughs> from someone on the team <laughs> than deal with that kind of energy. It's it's about an energy, and if you're gonna go out and just be stupid, irresponsible. Even what I see on on Instagram with people in Florida with their speedo on and their eight pack, yeah. like there is no pandemic. There's no problem. I just. My mind just goes, okay, can we take a moment and work together? And then I ask myself, what would Madonna do? And then it all comes to (laughs) life. Uh, To your point, point, I was walking down to get these glasses the other day in the meatpacking district, which, as all you know from Sex in the City, Samantha moved in that. It used to be like this heyday. I remember it a little bit when I didn't live here pastis y'all this is going to be just a little microcosm thing i was sharing with my sister the other day pastis is reopened and i, I love brunch yep. pastis because so it had closed it's really nice and it reopened too. and it was such a 90s staple into the early 2000s it's not in the same mm-hmm. location but okay. that was my question around the corner lincoln i walked by that place and another spot and Kids, the kids in their twenties and the thirties, um, were partying like woohoo! They were having a good old time, and I thought the same thing too. Like wow! But they had, they were in their own bubble, and they were freezing and shivering with parkas on, a la Massachusetts, which you all do over there. Which I'm sorry, I cannot go out until I can take the coat off properly, hand it to a coat check person and go in with my my Swarovski crystals. I don't want to be wearing a parka drinking a fabulous cocktail. Okay. 
I got news. I don't think you're going to be handing anything to any coach yeah, person. Reality check. COVID-19. Ah, spray it. Like, what's happening? And by the way, my bitter gay self, when I walked by those people on 19th what? Street, guess what I said? You're not Carrie Bradshaw. Wow. Could you please get out yeah. of my Carrie way? Carrie Bradshaw <laughs> lives later this yeah. year. I'm so excited. I feel like I am. I am Carrie Bradshaw. I cannot wait. On that note, I'm ending the show. I want to thank you all so much for four years of bliss and orgasmic sensations. <laughs> cheers to all, and cheers for all you watching. Cheers. Team, thank, team. You, thank you. I want to thank you all. Jeremy Ross Lopez, you've started this off with me, and we will continue. I hope you <laughs> want to continue on going with me. Follow Jeremy at J Ross Lopez on Instagram. Lincoln up there. You got two Instagrams going for you at Mad Lincoln. And I'm going to let you say the next one. Yay. At Protein Bakery. I love Order a up. good Protein Please. Bakery. Yeah. Support exactly. a small business. And on the bottom right, I love you, Cody Maurice Doggett. You can watch us every Wednesday night, Eggs Live at Mr. Maurice. Uh, and you have another one too. KMD Coaching. Yes, that's me. KMD Coaching. Thank you, guys. Cool. It's been so much fun celebrating four years. The road to four years has been a lot of fun. Can't wait. We have so many things I didn't even get to. Keep up with us at tagspodcast.com. As the week rolls out, I'm going to unveil a lot of surprises and ways you can participate in getting to know us a little bit deeper is my favorite word and follow us on all social media platforms at tags podcast my co-hosts are going to get some toys from adamstoybox.com yeah i want you guys to just give you Yay. a real you guys can no go to adamstoybox.com and get 20% off just by listening and watching our mugs and just put in tags t-a-g-s at checkout i want to thank you all keep Keep a light going. I know these are tough times. I want to thank you for even listening and watching us. It means the world to us. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Keep it sexy. And we will talk to you soon. Definitely.